You're listening to Men of Abundance, episode 122, with the one, the only, John Lee Dumas. And today, we're talking about how you too can finally win. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and you're listening to Men of Abundance with Wally Carmichael. You must be prepared to ignite. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What is going on in your world, Men of Abundance? I am excited to be back here with you today, and today I'm going to share with you one of my top mentors, the man, the reason why this podcast even got started is because of our featured guest today, and you're going to hear in for one hell of a treat listening to John talk to you today. And if you're listening to this real time, I know it's Monday. I haven't launched a podcast on Monday in a very long time. And I'm doing this because this week you are going to get four episodes from me because I wanted to share with you John Lee Dumas. It's been waiting. It's been sitting there and I finally did the editing. I'm finally sharing this conversation with you guys. But I have two others that I want to share with you this week as well along with our Pay It Forward Aloha Friday. The other two conversations you're going to hear on Tuesday and Thursday On Tuesday, you're going to hear a conversation with me and Scott Allen Turner. As you're going to hear in that conversation, Scott went from being a money moron at age 22 to a self-made millionaire 13 years later. Very, very amazing conversation. You are not going to want to miss that one. And on Thursday, we're going to have a conversation with Nitin Choda. And in that conversation, you're going to hear how Nitin went from living in his car, eating meals after all the guests had left the restaurant that he worked at, to today owning several businesses and collectively grossing in the high seven figures. All three very abundant leaders we're talking to this week, and I want to make sure you don't miss one single episode. So to do so, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or on your favorite podcast player. Do that right now so that you don't miss one single episode. Also, as you know, as you may have heard from past conversations, I still have not paid for one marketing, advertising, or anything to get the word out about Men of Abundance, and we are approaching... 20,000 downloads, which isn't much to some people, but it just blows my mind how many people are downloading this podcast and listening to these conversations. And it's all because of those of you who have been sharing Men of Abundance on your social media platforms, face-to-face, grabbing people's iPhones, searching Men of Abundance, and getting them subscribed to Men of Abundance. I greatly appreciate it. If you have not done so, please do so right after this show so that more men and more people can find these conversations. Now, let me tell you a little bit about our featured guest today. Other than being one of my number one mentors, especially in the podcasting space between him and Mark Asquith, they have provided me the platform, podcast websites to host my podcast. And those two guys have given me the encouragement um, along with other individuals as well. I don't want to leave them out. But these two guys, John Lee Dumas and Mark Asquith, both 
have such a huge impact in this podcast. But if it wasn't for John, I would have never started in the first place. JLD provided the free podcast course that I absolutely devoured in a weekend. Once I got through that, I realized right away that I was going to start a podcast. I just needed a little bit more information, a little bit more nerve. Although the free podcast course had everything I needed, I just wanted more. So I went all in and paid for John Lee Dumas's Podcaster's Paradise, got in the community, got all the information I needed, got all the encouragement, came up with the name for the podcast, the whole bit. And then I had it all ready to go, but wasn't ready to push the button until I got on the phone with John Lee Dumas. And he just told me, do it. He told me his story, which I kind of already knew. He went through the same situation which we are going to talk about in the conversation. What we don't talk about in this conversation is a little bit about John's background. He was an officer in the United States Army. He went to Iraq. He was an officer for eight years. And when he got out, he went to law school. He realized that was not his bag. He could not dig it. He couldn't get into it. So he started, he moved to San Diego. I think he was between Rhode Island, San Diego. He's from Rhode Island. And he got down to San Diego and or wherever he was doing his real estate. And as he was driving from deal to deal and driving around town, the humdrum of the process was just getting to him. So he discovered podcasts. So that was taking up much of his frustrations and much of his time in the car while he was driving through traffic. And then all of a sudden, all of his podcast dried up. He had listened to all of the good podcasts that he wanted to listen to. And it was at that moment that he realized there should be a seven day a week show. There should be entrepreneurs talking seven days a week on a podcast that he could listen to. Nobody was out there doing it. And then a light came on and he realized, I can do this. Why can't I do it? Long story short, he ended up getting a mentor Even after his mentor and several other very well-known podcasters told him time and time again, John, you cannot do a a seven-day-a-week podcast. It's too much content. You don't have enough people to talk to. It's going to burn you out. It's too much work. All of these excuses, John just completely ignored every bit of it and started a a seven-day-a-week podcast despite all the naysayers. Even his mentor was telling him he was kind of crazy. But she mentored him and John started the Entrepreneur on Fire podcast where he talks to entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. Now, since John launched his podcast about four years ago, he has launched many courses, books, membership sites. He's done guest speaking all over the world and he's got amazing sponsors for his show. And from this, John averages Right around, I've seen on his website, right around $180,000 a month consistently for the last two to three years. And he posts his income statement every single month on his website, eofire.com. And for the month of September, John earned $207,349 from starting this podcast and doing something that he enjoyed doing. And that, my friends, is living a life of abundance. So, Abundant Leaders, it is my honor and privilege to introduce you to Mr. John Lee Dumas. John Lee Dumas, welcome to Men of Abundance, brother. How are you doing? Wally, there is no place I'd rather be than rocking the mic with you. Man, where are you at in the world? 
<laughs> Puerto Rico, hello. <laughs> I knew it because I know if, anytime you leave, you're always telling somebody you're going somewhere. But um, <laughs> I love Puerto Rico, man. I spent some time out there as well, and I just I really like the island life anyway. As I'm as I'm still out here in Hawaii, so I like to start this show out the way I start out every single morning, man, is, which is with an attitude of gratitude, and I actually do that with the Freedom Journal, to as you probably know. But what do you have to be grateful for today? You know, I'm grateful for the fact that after this chat, Wally, I'm going to be able to pop on my headphones, go for a nice walk outside, take in the Puerto Rico sunset, and just kind of breathe and listen to the birds sing. Wonderful. Absolutely beautiful. And we're going to skip some of the intro because, quite frankly, I talk about you all the time on Men of Abundance. <laughs> Your name comes up so often when I'm talking to so many people. Now, I don't always talk to podcasters, but when I do, generally, your name pops up. There's a couple other names that pop up on a regular uh, so we're going to leave all that formality out as I've, you know, kind of went into some of that, but we'll get into some of it as we, as we get through our conversation here. But um, one of the things I haven't heard a whole lot from you is one of the questions I ask many of the guys or everybody, every single person that comes on Men of Abundance, is I ask the, about this kick in the gut moment. And this is on a personal level because anybody who's doing amazing things in the world, and even those who aren't, they have kick-in-the-gut moments. The difference between those who are doing amazing things in the world and those who aren't, who all have that kick-in-the-gut moment, is what you do after it, what you learn from it, and what you do with that kick-in-the-gut moment. So if you would, John, share with us that kick-in-the-gut moment that you've experienced and really make us feel that. Wow. So I had a kick-in-the-gut moment, I want to say multiple times in my life, definitely. I definitely felt that uh, that foot kind of enter the uh, the upper left portion of my guts. But I will say that the biggest kick in the gut moment that I've had in, in recent memory, Wallace, uh, Wally, is when I was about to launch my podcast. It was August 15th, 2012, and I had 40 interviews lined up, ready to go. My friends, my family, everybody was expecting the podcast to go live, and it was kind of a big event in my life. I let people know about it, and then I woke up that day just terrified, too scared, lacking any courage to push that publish button, so I didn't. And the next, uh, what was it, five weeks were just a kick in the gut almost every single day because people were just asking me, hey, what's going on? Like, I thought you were launching, like this, like that. And it just was something that I couldn't get out of my own way. Like, I wasn't able to press go on this because I felt like if I didn't, it didn't work, that my dreams were going to be shattered of having this great podcast. And so I just didn't want to press go because... I could live in my little fairy world of like it might work. Of course, it might not, but it might. I didn't know. And it wasn't until September 22nd that I finally pressed play on the podcast or press publish. And, you know, obviously the rest is history. But, man, that was just five weeks of a kick in the gut. Man, I can personally feel that. And you personally know this because when I was in the process of launching my podcast and I went through your course, your free course, I paid for your your other course and I got every – I just – I just got into everything, and I got introduced to all the team, Mark Asquith, and everybody. And I, all these people were pushing me along, and then I got on the phone with you, and you shared that with me. And I already knew that story, but hearing it directly from you and feeling it, um, it just made me push, and I went ahead and, and launched. But here I am again in a similar situation in launching my membership site, and I know I've got everything ready to go, and I'm, I've got guys out there that want what I have to offer, but... I'm just I'm, I'm in the same position as you were, and I am in the same position I was a year ago, so I'm not immune to it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's still here, and I'm like, 
what if I launch this thing and it's just crickets and it's just not like I think it's going to be, but uh, I just know I just got to launch it, man. Got to launch it, brother. Yeah, absolutely. So what was what was the catalyst? What finally made you decide to just go ahead and push forward even though you had everything in place and you just didn't want to push forward? What was the catalyst that made you push forward? So this is the thing that I did right, Wally, and this is the thing that you've done right over and over again as well, is I had invested in myself. I had hired a mentor, and that mentor is Jamie Masters, and she called my BS, and she said, John, I know what you're doing, and guess what? If you don't launch your podcast, I'm going to fire you. And because I had that mentor that was just holding me accountable and that wasn't taking my BS, I I launched. And that was the only reason why I launched. Like, I wish I could say that I finally got the courage to do it, but I didn't. It it was my mentor, but uh, it was very, very meaningful. And that's why you need to have somebody, you know, who's been where that, who's been, who is where you want to be, who's been down that road. And that person can guide you along the way and they can, smell you know when they when, when they it's obvious that you're doing something wrong and you can make it happen and they can make it happen for you and you can be that teamwork together absolutely i see that over and over and over again guys you know it get got to get a mentor and if you if you you know if it's somebody who's not taking a payment is not normally somebody who would you know like a coach and that's not what they do add value to them i'm telling you that people that are forward moving their their successful contrary to popular belief they are willing to help. They want to help other people. They're willing to share their information, get that information from them. And here we are. EO Fire is 1,761 <laughs> episodes in. Are you freaking kidding me right now, man? And seven episodes a week is just crazy. And I know you throw in bonus episodes once in a while, too. And I know you've got a team, but you didn't start out that way. No, I did not. Um, it, it was me, you know, at the beginning. It was just me out there hacking away, making it happen. But, you know, I liked doing it that way because I got to learn the ins and the outs. I got to really get my hands dirty and figure stuff out. And I think that's really important for people to learn the ropes. And then as you learn the ropes, then bring people on, you know, bring people on to actually make that, uh, that transition. But now you can train that person and you can bring in those systems and the automations and make things happen. But it takes time. You know, a team doesn't get built overnight. No, absolutely. And I'm an ima- I'm imagining from experience, but I'm also imagining that even though you knew how you wanted things done with your show and with what you were doing, some of the team members that you brought on probably may have known a little bit better way to get things done. They did too. And, and I hired people that were strong where I was weak. And, and believe me, Wally, I'm not afraid to admit that I was weak in a lot of areas. And so like when I was able to bring people on that you know, were actually able to be strong where I was weak. I mean, that was huge for me. You know, that was me being able to take things off my plate that I wasn't good at and just focus on the things that I was good at. And I think that's critical for all entrepreneurs to do. But again, it doesn't happen overnight, so don't stress out about it. But you've got to make that happen sooner than later. Yeah, absolutely. So you've got, you know, EO Fire. You've got Podcasters Paradise, Simply Amazing. You've got the Freedom Journal and the Mastery Journal, two physical products. You're in the process of writing another book on top of that. (laughs) And you've got so many courses out there and so many other things going on. You have absolutely got to have a couple good news stories to share with us that, you know, just really just make you get up in the morning to continue doing what you're doing. 
<sighs> yeah, you know, for me, it's just always continuing to have that ripple effect. Like when I see people like you, Wally, that are going forward, that have been inspired by me and by content that I've been able to create, like free podcast course and Podcasters Paradise and other things, and now you're going off and you're, you know, creating greatness in the world. And we had a quick chat about something that you did today that was really inspiring and it was cool to see. And like that just kind of warms my belly and kind of lights my fire when I know that now, like, I've been a part of helping someone like you go out and inspire other people that are now going to go inspire other people. And that ripple effect, that just keeps on going, brother. That never ends. Yeah, absolutely. And so what does that do for you personally on a personal level? How does that, you know, what, what, what do you have coming up next? I know you got the another book you're writing right now, but what does that do for you personally? You know, for me personally, it just kind of um, really solidifies my why, like why I do this. Because I know that. I launched this journey because I was lost and you know I really wanted to find something that I could do to add value to this world because I knew that you know being a lawyer and then being in corporate finance and then being in commercial real estate that I wasn't doing what I wanted to do in this world that I wasn't adding that kind of value that I wanted to and so now that I know that I'm able to do this and go forward with that and now that I'm able to see others that I've been able to inspire go forward and do that like that just kind of continues to reaffirm my why. And, you know, as far as what's going on right now, like you asked, I mean, I'm writing a, a book called How to Finally Win because, you know, I finally realized that after over 1,800 interviews with successful entrepreneurs that it's time for me to take all the knowledge that they dropped onto my head and to share it with other entrepreneurs because so many people are so scared of losing. They're just terrified of losing. And I get it. It sucks to lose. It's scary to lose. It's sad to lose. But the problem is it's not about how not to lose because we all lose and we're all going to keep losing every single day on some level but it's about how to finally win and that win is singular it's just one win one win can do it for you wally you've had one win that you've turned into greatness i had that one win entrepreneur fire that i've turned into greatness so if i can just get people to one win i can make sure that they keep on winning so the book how to finally win is going to be all about how you can create your dream life one step at a time. And every chapter is just one more step to creating that dream life. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting a hold of that, man. And guys, as I mentioned before, John and I got on here. I'll talk a little bit about what he's been doing, you know, where he came from. He's a veteran. And, you know, he was in Iraq just like I was and many of us were. And, you know, he got out and he started doing his thing and he found that's just not what he wanted to do. But listen, guys, one of the things I talk about on Men of Abundance all the time, and the reason why I have people like JLD on the show is because not only are they doing amazing things in their own life, they're doing amazing things for other people. I want to mention, and I want to highlight this, that when he launched the Freedom Journal, as a, it was a Kickstart campaign, right, John? Yes, it was. Yeah, and from that Kickstart campaign, he was writing checks. I'm talking huge checks, $100,000 checks and beyond. To pencils of promise and 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 making that money matter and that was the stuff that was really just getting me pumped up and then you know he has his um what what do you call it john the finance report the the monthly yeah um, our monthly income report monthly yeah. income report and he posts on his website just like pat flynn does their his monthly income now some people look at that and say why are you boasting that type of stuff well john and pat for instance they're trying to help other people go out and create an additional income and what better way to prove their what they're doing is working than to show that right and then on top of that 
to give up some of that money. And I just absolutely love that you that you do that, that you share that, because it gives me motivation, not because I strive to make that amount of money, but because I strive to give away that amount of money and do make my money matter. I love how you said that, make money matter. And there's actually a conference that I'm speaking at later this year called Thrive, and that's the tagline, make money matter. And I think that's a really important concept to think about because, you know, for me, like, I don't need to make all the money in the world. But what I do like is to have the ability to just make the money that I do make matter by gifting it to Pencils of Promise. And for instance, Kate and I just actually got back from a four-day trip to Guatemala where we got to see the schools that we built, you know, the, the teachers that we impacted, the children that are now having a place to learn and be educated. Before, there literally was nothing now there's an amazing structure with an amazing school system in place with teachers and a community that's supporting them. That is such a great feeling. And that's what happens when you take this mindset of abundance and you apply it in a positive way. Yeah, absolutely. And the, part of the reason why Make Money Matter was on the top of my mind is because episode 105 was Cole Hatter, who is the creator of Thrive and Make Money Matter. And, nice. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm talking to some amazing guys, John. Thanks yeah, to you. you are, brother. <laughs> <laughs> do what I can. Absolutely, bro. So we're at the point where we're going to pay it forward to our abundant leaders. You ready to do that, man? Yeah. Outstanding. Hey, guys. If I've been at all successful in convincing you that you need some sort of a side hustle, you're out looking right now for some way to build a side hustle or build upon an idea that you already have and you're trying to learn things like building a website what website should I use what provider should I use what kind of marketing should I do online marketing social media marketing should I look at these new bots these Facebook bots how do I create an email list what autoresponder do I use I mean I can go on and on with all of the different intricate parts of starting a business whether it's online offline brick and mortar out of your home whatever it is you name it you don't have to look any further you can get it all in one place in a membership site called freedom f-r-e-e-d-y-m and I'm a member of freedom I'm always in there. I'm always learning new things. They're consistently adding new video tutorials, which is the way that I like to learn. I like to watch the video, pause it, then go implement it, then start it again and continue on from there. And you can go back all the time, anytime that you want and watch these videos. Freedom is dubbed the Netflix for entrepreneurs because there are so many videos in there from all kinds of different people, not the same person. That's the cool thing about it. Yes, Ryan Lee is the creator of Freedom, and you'll hear him a lot, but he also brings on other experts that are experts in their fields, people that he learns from, and he shares that information with all the members within Freedom. Now, you can get access to Freedom by going to menofabundance.com, click on the Resources tab, and scroll down, and you'll see the Freedom logo. Now, if you are looking to get started with Freedom, I am asking you to use that link because it is linked back to me. Because since becoming a member and absolutely loving everything in there, I became an advocate, and then I found out I could become an affiliate. What that means is, for everybody that signs up from that link, 
men of abundance gets a kickback. And I say men of abundance because that's going back into keeping the mic on. And as I start generating more income through men of abundance, a portion of the income is going to various charities that I'm aligned with. So not only are you going to get the best training that you're going to find online to start any type of online business or brick and mortar business, you're also going to be helping me keep the mic on and helping a charity. How awesome is that? Paying it forward multiplied. Now go take a look at what freedom can do for you at menofabundance.com forward slash resources or just click on the resources tab at menofabundance.com. Now let's get back to the conversation. So share with our abundant leaders one to three actionable steps that they can take today. Reach out to somebody. Reach out to one person who has connected with you in some way, whether it be social media, whether it be an email message, you know, whether it be a text message, whatever it is, reach out to that person who's, for whatever reason, reached out to you and complimented your work or said that they're thankful that they found you or got some value from what you created and jump on a call with them. Jump on a Skype call, a Zoom call, jump on a phone call with them and just have a 15-minute conversation with them and ask them questions like, how do you find out about me? What are you really struggling with? Um, what do you really like about what I do? What don't you like? Like, just have a conversation and and do that, you know, once once a week, twice a week for the next few months, and you will be shocked at what you uncover as an entrepreneur. You'll be shocked about what you uncover from your avatars, from your listeners, from the people that care enough to reach out to you. Reach back out to them. Have those conversations, and you know that's a big, it's a big. Um, uh, what's the right word here? I mean, that's that's a that's a big challenge that I'm kind of throwing down, Wally. But I, I know that your listeners are the type of people that would take take me up on this, and we have to do things as entrepreneurs that don't always scale. And when we have that mentality of not always and only doing things that scale and that we can leverage, that's when we find out information that down the line we can scale and we can leverage. Not right away, not today, not tomorrow, but down the line. That's building the right business the right way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you're absolutely right. It, that's not easy to do at all. That is very hard to do. But I think the guys are up for the challenge, man. Yeah. So what daily habits make up the biggest impact in your life? You know, my morning routine is pretty spot on. I get up between 5.30 and 6 usually. I like to wake up naturally if possible. I do have an alarm clock to catch me if I snooze a little too much. But I like to wake up naturally, um, come into my studio. I read for 30 uh, for 20 minutes a business book. Um, to kind of start to get my brain going in the right direction. Uh, then I meditate for seven minutes. Uh, then I journal for at least five minutes. And then after that point, I get into my little exercise routine where I jump on my treadmill for between three to five miles. And I'm typically watching maybe maybe a business show like The Profit or maybe just a show that I'm enjoying watching. Um, then after that, I'm making a killer smoothie that's pure of just healthy greens, etc. Um, then I'm showering, sitting into my office, and then starting my day. So I'm taking care of myself first, both mentally, physically, nutritionally, before I look even t- towards my computer. So my computer doesn't get touched until I've taken care of myself uh, mentally, physically, and nutritionally. Man, that's a powerful morning routine, and it sounds pretty darn familiar. <laughs> pretty darn close to what I do. So what are you reading or listening to that you'd recommend to our abundant leaders and why? So I'm actually listening right now, speaking of audio, to Dale Carnegie's um, biography. Like everybody's heard of his book, you know, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and it's great. But actually hearing his life and how he got to be the person that could write that book 
like that's something that I think was powerful. He had quite the life, and it wasn't all awesome. In fact, a lot of it was pretty crappy. But he was able to continue to go towards that attitude of, of becoming a person of value first, and success followed him. I mean, he walked away from so many financially lucrative situations because he knew that that wasn't what he was meant to be doing. That's I, I really took a lot away from that book. I'm going to have to check that out because that is exactly what Men of Abundance is all about. You have one of the most amazing entrepreneur podcasts out there and all the content that you share on entrepreneurship. And I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs as well, but many people really love their jobs. They just want to live a life of abundance. So getting to know the men behind the abundance is extremely important to me. Yeah. Uh, to understand why. Where, where do they, where do they, how do they think on a daily basis? How do they treat their family? How do they talk to friends? How do they talk to waiting staff at a restaurant those are the important things to me that make a big difference the little things that most people don't pay attention to totally brother yeah so what do you feel holds most people back from living a life of true abundance i think the people they hang out with i think that they are not recognizing that they're the average of the five people they spend the most time they spend the most time with and so they're letting the their average be really pulled down by a couple losers that they hang out with, whether that be friends, whether that be family, you know, just Debbie Downers, Don Doolittles. Like, listen, I get it. You've been friends with these people for a long time. Don't cut them out of your life. If they're family, like, don't cut them out of your life, but move them down your priority list of who you're actually spending time with. Like, find the right people. Spend time with the right people. Make that happen. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. So what does living a life of abundance mean to JLD? You know, living life of abundance means that, you know, I'm going to recognize that by you winning, Wally, in life, that it actually is me winning too. By you winning, Wally, by you getting more podcast listeners, that doesn't mean that I'm getting less podcast listeners. That's not that mindset of scarcity that so many people have in corporate America and in the real world. No, like a mindset of abundance is one where I win when Wally wins. Wally wins when I win. Everybody who's listening wins when everybody who's listening wins. This is the world that we live in, guys. Have fun in the mindset and the mantra of abundance. Listen, guys, I am very selective about the men that I follow and the women for that matter and the people that I call friends and mentors. That right there is exactly why JLD is in my circle and I'm in his. I just can't say it any better. Absolutely love it. So we're going to close this up, John. And before we do, what would you like to ensure that our abundant leaders get from our conversation before we close this up? You know, really, just if you want to be something in this world, do that thing. It's really that simple. Like, I wanted to be a podcaster. I podcasted. Wally, you wanted to be a podcaster? You picked up a microphone and you podcasted. Whatever it is that you want to be in this world, do that thing. Don't be afraid that you're not going to be good at first because nobody's good at something they've never done before. Wally's first episode wasn't great. Mine was horrible. That's just how it works. We, we have to become good at things by actually doing those things. So just recognize that if you want to be something, do that thing. Absolutely. Couldn't say it any better once again. Brother, I truly appreciate your time. Go out and enjoy the uh, the weather, the birds, and all that beautiful stuff out there <laughs> in Puerto Rico. And uh, I'll do the same later on this evening. Later on, Wally. Aloha. All right, guys, as far as I'm concerned, that was an amazing conversation. It always is every time I get a chance to speak one-on-one -on -one with John or even in a group. He's just so dynamic. But here's the thing that I want you to get that I personally get out of this conversation and that I want you to get. As I mentioned from the beginning and as he mentioned in the conversation, many people were telling him he could not do 
a seven-day-a-week podcast. He never even knew what a podcast was until just months prior, maybe a year prior. And then he decided to do something he had never done before and do it at a much higher level than anybody else was currently doing at the time. So John basically started out his working career in the military eight years, dropped out of college to be an attorney, ended up getting into the real estate industry, and then found out that he loved podcasts, but there wasn't a seven day a week podcast. He went through all of these experiences, like I'm always telling you guys, experience as much as you possibly can until you find the thing that you love that's going to give you the lifestyle that you love. Ultimately, that's what it's all about. That's why I say people like John, and it's not, and don't get me wrong here, listen to me, it's not about the money. He's doing what he truly loves to do. Like I said in the conversation, he writes huge checks to organizations that he would have never been able to do before. He's able to give of his learned expertise and his wisdom, and he's personally passed that on to me. And now here I am sharing my message with men all over the world, and it's super exciting, and I'm so happy to be able to do that. John, thanks again. Men of Abundance, go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it for you. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.